Welcome everyone to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Feels like a podcast or nothing at all. And today's episode, we are going to discuss The Simpsons, Season 2, Episode 6, Dead Putting Society. Another sports-based episode, just like the one we just did. Uh, this is more of a Homer and Flanders episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much is. It's a... Uh, stupid, sexy... It's it's a good episode to kind of flesh out the relationship between Homer and Flanders and kind of the fact that they 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 have a very love-hate relationship in a lot of ways. Ned loves Homer, Homer hates Flanders kind of thing. It's a really interesting dynamic they do with Homer and Ned throughout the series and this is a pretty good way to to kick off. And I really like this episode. This is one of my favorite episodes of the second season, is Dead Putting Society. It's one that I remember really fondly as a kid. I am very big into miniature golf. I've always really enjoyed doing it, so I like episodes based on stuff like that. And it's a good character-based episode, not just for Homer, but for Bart as well. And do we really get a lot of good Homer and Bart character episodes this early on? Because I feel like we really don't have any episodes yet that kind of deal with both of them at the same time. Well, yeah, it's usually, if it's the two both of them, it's about their dynamic together. Right. And this one, it's almost kind of a, it's almost a parallel story. Not quite, because it still ties in, but but I think it's really good. So, of course, the chalkboard gag is a reference to Bart's voice actress, Nancy Cartwright. Who at the time was 32. So Bart's writing on the chalkboard, I am not a 32-year-old woman. I think that's a pretty clever little reference. And for the couch gag, they all jump on the couch and the pets join them. Because why not? Pets are family too, right? So there you go. the, uh, The couch gag. Pets... And Bart's not a 32-year-old woman. So this is Dead Putting Society. It's a beautiful day and Homer's mowing his lawn with that old crappy manual lawnmower that you always see in cartoons that you you don't understand why anybody's still using it. And, of course, here comes Flanders greeting him with a big old smile on his face, right? As always. As always, yeah. He's got a fancy ride and mower. And he's trying to give Homer advice on his crabgrass. You know, he's just like, I think it's fine. It just has an unfortunate name. And uh, I don't remember. I wrote down the quote, still a potato, but I don't remember what that actually references now because I have a horrible memory. So apologies there. but But what ends up happening is... Homer's jonesing for a beer, and they don't have any. And Flanders is like, well, I got some cold suds down in the rumpus room. Which, of course, that kind of goes against Flanders in general with actually having alcohol in his house. But this is early Ned Flanders. And he invites Homer in. And Homer's just dumbfounded at how nice Ned's house is. Because they've been neighbors for eight years, and Homer's never been inside his house before. He never invited me to have a cannoli. Yeah. And 
I I can kind of understand that because I remember like, you know, growing up in the neighborhood. I I had been to my next door neighbor's house a bunch of times, but our neighbors across the street, I think I may have only been in their house once or twice and really never saw it. And like the neighbor on the other side, we knew who they were, but I never went in their house. I chatted with them, you know, or I trick or treated there, but so I don't think it's that unusual to just like never ever visit your neighbor's houses. Just doesn't seem that unusual, you know. I mean, where I live now, I've, you know, our little townhouse complex here. I've never been in either of. We've got. I've got a neighbor on. I've got a neighbor on each side of the wall here, and I've never been in either of their houses. No, no need to. I don't even know. I don't even know the neighbors on the one side's names. So. You just you don't really need to. What about you? Have you seen your neighbors' houses? Do you know them? Do you interact with them? Yeah, I know that the neighbors to the one side are so black they're from Africa. Okay, they're they're actually from Africa. Um, <laughs> and the guy saw a snake in his backyard. And he came running over to our door asking for my dad. Eric, Eric, there's two snakes in the backyard. Is that a problem where you live? If it's if there's a snake, do you have a lot of poisonous snakes? Not really. That's but he's of... you know African, so there any there aren't any non poisonous, non dangerous snakes. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. And so there was two snakes in his backyard, fucking. And so my dad took the freaking spade shovel and cut their heads off. Well, if you're gonna go, death by snoo snoo. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna go, that's there's probably worse ways to do it. So yeah, of course, Homer's in the rumpus room. He's got some. He's got imported beer. His wife made club sandwiches. The kid's really friendly, and Homer's just had it. He's like, I'm sick and tired of you, Flanders, having everything better than us. You know. Your house is nicer than my house. Your family, your kids are nicer than my kids. Your wife's butt is higher than my wife's butt. And so essentially the entire, we can probably TLDR two-thirds of the episode right now. Essentially it is Flanders just living his life and it pisses Homer off. And then Homer being pissed off pisses off Flanders. Yeah, basically. And then... Homer goes in a huff back home, and then Flanders is a nervous wreck, and he's like asking advice from his wife and praying to God about, please forgive me, I got cross at my neighbor. Yeah, you know, and he so... keeps on trying to make it to make things good, and Homer keeps on seeing it as him trying to lord over him again with all his better shit, and it just keeps on happening. Meanwhile, did you also notice that he's got two Reverend Lovejoy? numbers on his speed dial yes which i yes, he even calls it at one point yeah and of course you know he writes the nice the from the noggin of ned and the family just mocks the letter because he felt an unpleasant feeling in his bosom oh yeah he reads it out loud even lisa was being pretty rude about that and in future episodes she's a little more defensive of flanders but meanwhile Bart and Todd Flanders, right? It's Todd. Right? Yeah, it's Todd, yeah. They are having fun at the local pup-up place. 
And there's a tournament coming up. And Homer's like, oh, yeah, you should do that. And Flanders also like, yeah, yeah, you should do that. And they're like, eh, whatever. Pretty much, yeah. And, and then it becomes, well, my son's going to beat your son because you're a piece of trash. That's exactly how it goes, too. And he's like, well, my son's going to beat your son because you're a piece of trash. That mini golf course is actually pretty cool. But the the one thing that got me is when Homer and Bart are playing and Homer hits the thing in the middle and it comes out in the parking lot. He's like, you gotta, you gotta play it where it lands, homeboy. And then he's just like, come on, Homer, there's a six-stroke limit. He goes, I know, I'm going for five. This shot's impossible. Jack Nicholson himself couldn't make it. I love that mix-up, too, Jack Nicholson. Yes. And I've, I noticed an animation error here, too, when they do the whole bet thing. Uh, Flanders' sleeves on his shirt actually turned pink. I actually rewound the clip because I'm watching it on Disney Plus. I actually hit the little thing where it's like, go back 10 seconds. I'm just like, mm-hmm. did I just see an animation error? And I did. And I never noticed that before. So they finally realized, okay, so whichever one of our sons does better in the tournament, the loser has to dress up in one of their wife's best dresses and then mow it along yeah. for everyone to see. Well, that's the, that's the funny thing about the uh, the loophole is that it's uh, the father of the loser. And it's just like, can't we just say the boy who doesn't win? And it's Ned's yeah, They have a full for... contract negotiation in the Simpsons kitchen. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and of course, Ned's like incensed that he even did that. But The Lisa... boy who doesn't win. But Lisa actually steps up and is like, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to help you out here, Bart, because I know how competitive our dad gets. Did you also notice that when Bart's, like, trying to concentrate on stuff, Todd just walks by the window and goes, Hi, Bart! Like, Bart's second-story window, Todd's just outside. (laughs) The best... So, like, Lisa takes him to the library. She knows everybody there, and Bart doesn't even understand what a library is, because he's just like, we can't afford these books. And then they're doing all the the basic geometry tests and everything and all this stuff, and they're they're even, like, hitting, hitting pool balls. On a pool table, and then freaking Krusty with no makeup just rips him off the table so he can rack up. And they do the uh, they do the Karate Kid stuff, where Bart's got the golf club on the trash can. Homer's like, "Don't let the neighbors see." But yeah, it all escalates to the big tournament, and Lisa actually succeeds in calming Bart's mind with the uh, the riddles and everything, like. What's the sound of one hand clapping? Oh, that's easy. Uh, no, Bart, it's an ancient riddle with no answer. What are you talking about? Listen. She's just like, all right, fine, let's try this. A tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it. Does not make a sound? Of course, Bart's like, yeah, it makes the big crashing noise. But Bart, how can sound exist if no one's there to hear it? And now he's ready. So, of course, this is supposed to be the finals, right? Bart playing. Well, the idea is is that it was they just kept playing. They both kept advancing, right? It was like the head to head. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. And they got to the final. And they're treating it like it's the first match, you know, with the way everybody's going. And of course, uh, (laughs) of course, they've got golf commentary doing the standard, like the standard whisper, the, the 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 loud whisper for the golf calling. For a mini golf thing. 
Also, one thing I noticed when they're doing the tournament that Principal Skinner, Edna Krabappel, and Dr. Marvin Monroe are all in the crowd watching this. It's the only thing going on in town, man. <laughs> and of course, their Homer's cheering him on. And then even Ned gets a little in there. Mercy is for the week, Todd! <laughs> and I also like that Bart's just playing in his casual clothes, but Todd's like fully dressed up. He's got the hat, the vest, he's got the gloves and everything. He's got the whole the whole thing. And the Homer's like, remember what Vince Lombardi said. If you lose, you're out of the family. <laughs> so they play the whole round and you get little bits of suspense, but at the end at, at, they're at the eighteenth hole. And it's tied. And they can't. And of course, Homer and Flanders are still going nuts about everything. And Bart and Todd just decide, you know what? We're done. We're equally good. This, is, this isn't fun. Let's just stop. <laughs> so they each get $25 each. They just split the check in half. And then... They're just like, and Homer's like, well, I guess it's for the best. Uh, no hard feelings. Homer's like, now wait a minute. You, your boy didn't win, so you still got to go through with the bet. Well, you're going to have to do it too. Yeah, but it'll be worth it to see you humiliated. And then, of course, Ned's actually enjoying himself, making the most right, of it. Right, my old fraternity <laughs> days. Ah, oh, he's enjoying it. Ah, oh, yeah. Dead putting society. What do you think? It's a fun episode again, but let's. It's like a half of the episode is just, hey, let's see how much they hate each other, so we can get to the B story, right? Pretty much, yeah. But I think, it, like I said, I think it's a good character development because it shows that Bart can still like Bart's whole personality is based on him being a bratty kid and all this other stuff, and he's, you know, he causes mischief, but he's not a bad kid. He, he's never been a bad kid. He has good morals, and, like, he understands when something, you know, when something's overwhelming him. He doesn't lash out at Todd, even though him and Todd don't get along in future episodes. He's just like, hey, man, I don't, you know, you don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Let's just call it even. And, and of course, it's a big development with Homer and Ned, which is a long, long ongoing which is like the and again, the ongoing thing is yeah exactly. It's all in Homer's mind, really. You know, and then Homer escalates it, and that's what gets Flanders going. That's why it's always so damn funny, though. Because so, yeah, in the end, it's like it's not even his fault, right? It's just Homer's overreacting to nothing. Well, the ironic part, like I said, was that Ned's the one who worded the contract the way so that they because if it was just the boy, the father of the loser. Then neither one of them would have wouldn't have had to do it, because nobody lost. But because it was the boy who didn't win, they both ended up having to do it. So let's do some trivia here. This is the very first time we prominently see the entire Flanders family, including Maud and Rod, in a more extended way. So I think that's actually pretty cool. So, of course, the animators went on a field trip to a local miniature golf course to study the mechanics of the golf club swing. And one of them was just like, that's why a lot of the humor comes from making the scenery look lifelike. The realism of the background serves as the straight man for the observed situations. 
This is the only second time we see Krusty without his makeup. Don't get used to that. Because later it becomes insinuated that the makeup is his real face. This was Maggie Roswell's first episode as a regular cast member. Ooh. So, there you go. And of course, uh, Homer says, The club is to the golfer as the violin is to the violin guy. (laughs) (laughs) That'll actually come back in Lisa the Greek when Homer calls the violinist a violin guy. Of course, the, uh, the Charlene reference is a reference to Private Pile, Vincent D'Onofrio's character, in uh, Full Metal Jacket, because Sergeant Hartman tells the recruits to name their weapons. And that's what Pyle calls it, Charlene. Uh, Jeff Martin is an experienced miniature golfer, so much of the script was actually based on his own experiences. Did you also notice what the other prizes were? It, oh, second second place was only ten dollars. Third was five. Fourth was half price snow cone and a free balloon to all who enter. <laughs> so there you go. That was your. Uh, that's all of we've got to say about Dead Putting Society. And that's all I got to say about that. I think it's a top tier season two episode. I really like it. I always. It's one of the ones where if it was on TV, I was happy to see it. Uh, I always enjoyed pretty much everything about it I enjoyed. I know the, uh, the the big thing I remember, the syndication scene cuts the part where Homer knocks the ball out into the parking lot. But other than that, the rest of the episode I think is pretty much intact. And of course, uh, you gotta love Todd trying to give Homer advice. Like, play conservatively, you know? Just hit up this side. It won't go in, but you'll set yourself up for another shot and then he gets a hole-in-one. Oh, I guess I got lucky. Which doesn't help either. You know, Todd's just being helpful, and it's coincidental that he got lucky. But that and doesn't his help. his last name is Flanders. But his last name is Flanders. Damn Flanders. And I also love that Flanders is quoting Bible verses, and Lovejoy just doesn't know them off the top of his head. That's actually a big running theme, too, is that Flanders is actually way more in tune with what's in the Bible than even Reverend Lovejoy is. So it's because he's crazy, which is why it's a funny. It's why it's. Which I is learned a long time character. ago that the uh, the key to being a, a professional or you know highly educated, or whatever, is knowing knowing where to look for something and not just knowing it. Yes, yes, I I would agree with that. To know what, where, in what book to find the information. Yeah, I would agree with that. 100% I would agree with that. And, uh... Unfortunately, Flanders, being an expert here, can be a little psychotic. (laughs) To, uh... With everything else. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh... That's your, uh... That's your Dead Putting Society review. Next time on the Stupid Sexy Podcast, we're going to review Bart versus Thanksgiving. One of the only Thanksgiving-themed episodes I think they've ever done. If not the only Thanksgiving-themed episode they've ever done. At least to my knowledge. I mean, there could be like a, a, a late-season episode that I don't really... I'm not really familiar with that could be out there. And I just don't know it. 
because I'm not overly familiar with the later seasons, but as far as I know, they've never really done another True Thanksgiving episode. And maybe there's a reason for that. We'll address that next so time. Kind of do everything in this episode, so... Yeah, that's true, too, yeah. Well, we'll do a talk about that next time here on the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Feels like our podcast and nothing at all. <laughs>